Oh, my land, y'all. It's Kathleen and Nikki. We can't wait to share what we're up to in this episode. Here we go. Well, y'all, you we would like to welcome you to episode one of our new podcast. Um, we have, and, and I can't be, Nikki said not to share this, but you know, I got to be honest all the time. I'm just kind of out there all the time. This is not actually the first recording. This is probably about number five or six because uh, we're learning everything uh, for the first time. So uh, you might want to be saying, well, what you newbies making a podcast for? Well, uh, Nikki and I have been friends for 46 years and we both have to be turning 50 um, this summer. And we are literally only like 13 days apart. Right, right. 13 days. But I'm the baby. Obviously, you're the baby. (laughs) Nikki's the older one of the two of us. So she's great first in everything over me. (laughs) But anyways, uh, even though we are best friends, we both have friends um, outside of this friendship. Um, And so Nikki had planned a trip to go to Maine with a uh, cousin, I believe, that is also turning 50 in the month of July. No, 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 no. She turns in August, but both of you all are Leos, which we'll discuss in a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's really the baby between the three of us. Yes, yes. Okay. I just, I've always wanted to be the middle child because in real life, I'm the older one with all those responsibilities. So in this situation, I'd be the middle child. (laughs) So anyways, uh, Nikki gave me a call and said, Kathleen, my plans have fallen through and will you do something with me for our 50th birthday? And I said, well, yeah, sure. And we shot some ideas around, you know, what we were going to do. And then I watched the airplane prices go up. I watched the gas prices go up. Heck, we're watching everything in America go up right now. And um, I gave Nikki a call and I said, listen, I've been thinking, um, what do you think about going on a road trip? And I was all for that because there is nothing that I love better than a road trip. A short road trip, a long road trip. I've done them, everything in between. And it really is one of my favorite ways to travel. So I was all on board with it. And I love a road trip too because... I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy flying and and sometimes I fly to one location and road trip for two weeks out of that location um, just to save time, you know, because America is so large. But um, I just think it's the best way to see America. You get to see the everyday real life American and what's going on in these communities and the landscape. It's just it's amazing to see. So um, I had suggested that. And then to top it all off, instead of doing it by hotels, I said to Nikki, well, you know, my husband and I bought that little vintage camper last uh, fall. Um, How about we take it for this trip? And now um, she hadn't even been worked on yet. And Nikki, what we planned this, what about? Was it three, two, three months ago? No, I think it was like April. 
Okay, so we're talking April, and she and I were going to head out in June. And there ain't been nothing, nothing done on this camper. But, you know, I'm one of those people that where there's a will, there's a way. And by golly, I had it in my mind that we was going to use this little vintage camper. So I went to work on her. And my husband went to work on her. And my daughter went to work on her. And we've all been working on her. And, um, well, except for me, I had seen the outside of her at, when I was at your house another time. Yeah. But I'd never seen the inside. And I was never able to get up on a weekend to help work on her. So I'm still blind at this point of knowing anything about her other than she's an old vintage camper. Yeah. I mean, when we say old, I mean, she's actually one year younger than us. Oh, yeah. So she's she's not old because we're not old. Yeah. Yeah. She's a 1973 model. So we've got to quit calling her vintage because I refuse to be vintage. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, we've been working on her and uh, to get her ready for this trip, which is in about a week. But um, I got to be honest, um, I always kind of been a procrastinator. I mean, like I get the job done and it will be good. I mean, if it kills me, it'll be good. But she's still not quite finished. And I don't know how to back her up. I've actually never even pulled the camper. So this is going to be a lot of firsts for me. And I'm a little scared about backing her up. Not about getting her done. I'll get her done. But backing her up is, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm real nervous. But I got a backup plan. And my backup plan is, um, and I've had to use this one other time with another friend. We were uh, got a trailer and we got it in our spot and we couldn't get it out. And I just went up to the nearest gentleman I could find and I just started speaking real kindly and sweet to him and saying, oh, sir, I am having so much trouble. Is there any way you could help me? And he said, why, yes, ma'am. And he jumped right in that truck and he got that trailer out of that fix. So I believe that if we have this same problem on the trip, that I'll find myself another kind gentleman and I'll go up and act all sweet again. I know I'm aging, but it'll still work. And I'll say, oh, sir, is there any way that you can help me back up my little camper? So I was telling my brother that we're going to do this <clears throat> and I've never pulled a camper or a boat or a trailer or anything like that. And I've never backed one up either. And so I asked my brother, could he give me some lessons? And he said, sister, you don't need any lessons. You you'll do just fine. You can, you can do whatever you want to. And, um, uh, and he said, and besides, if you can't back it up, if you can't figure out how to back it up, there'll be other people in the campground that know how to do it. And I said, you sound like Kathleen. Her backup plan is, is if we can't do it ourselves, that we'll find some man to do it for us. And he said, 
And what was your response to that? And I said, my response was no way we will not. I'm not asking a man to do something for me. I'll do, we'll figure out how to do it ourselves. And he said, and that's why she's married and you're not. Because she knows how to flirt and you don't. <laughs> Y'all don't let her fool you. She can too flirt. She can flirt just fine. And FYI, my husband knows what my backup plan is. Because he don't want me out in the fix out there on the road either. So he's like, well, honey, you'll figure it out or you'll get somebody to help you. I'm not upset either way. <laughs> so he's uh, a good one, your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. He is. He's been he's been a little doubtful about this whole podcast thing. And um, well, has he been doubtful about our trip too? about has he given you flight? Because I've had so many people tell me how concerned they are that the two of us are just taking off to somewhere we've never been before and neither one of us have ever pulled a camper before and they're real concerned and I'm not concerned at all but is he concerned oh yeah I think we're going to be able to tally mark all the times he calls to check on us oh <laughs> because he he is he is concerned he's worried and um I bet we'll be able to take a running total of how many times he calls uh, to check on us. Now, he's not going to tell me I can't do it or not to do it. Well, number one, he don't tell me I can't do nothing. But he's not going to say, oh, you can't do it, because he knows that uh, that that sure fire is a trigger to get me going. So he's, but he's helping me. He's helping get it all ready. There's places I can't reach anyways. He's tall. He can get to it all. And um, so he's, you know, he's he's doing it. So with all this going on and Nikki and I decided to take this big adventure, I called her up one day and I said, hi, Nikki, we need to do a podcast of this trip. I've decided I think this this is what we need to do. What do you think? Well, in my personality is I tend to be very private and I uh, I'm adventurous about some things I mean like adrenaline junkie type things I'm kind of adventurous about but this kind of stuff is really out of my box but I told her look we're turning 50 as long as it's not illegal or immoral I'm not saying no so you got me in the right time because all right, we'll do it. Yeah, I was like, woohoo! I convinced her. And then I want y'all to also know right before uh, the filming, it, the recording of this, and Whiskey still getting ready, and we'd already decided we was doing the podcast, I got me a fortune and a fortune cookie. And my fortune said, You desire to discover new frontiers. It's time to travel. I thought that, well, there we go. That's the confirmation I needed. A fortune cookie right there. Said, you go, girl. So, so we're taking this big adventure based on a fortune cookie. Well, the fortune cookie was just the backup that I needed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we was going to do it no matter what. But the fortune cookie was the push that said, girl, you're headed in the right direction. <laughs> Go fortune cookie. So and so, oh my lands, here we, we go. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right, y'all. Nikki, 
Nikki texts me and says, what's the name of this podcast? And boy, I just wriggle right on off there. Oh, my lands, here we go. So as I said, um, we've been friends for a very long time. And if you are watching us on social media, you'll see we look different. And we actually are really different people, which is probably why our friendship has lasted so long. And I think we'll end up doing a podcast later on on how you have a friendship that's this long. Because a lot of people, um, when we've told them about this adventure, they really respect and admire and envy the fact that we have friends, a friendship that's this long, um, because we know it's something special. Um, So we want to take just a minute to tell you a little bit about ourselves, because we're really pretty different. We really are, but we pretty well roll with whichever the other one says. We're always game, but we're quite different. Right. So my name is Nicole. No middle name, uh, just Nicole. But my close friends and family um, call me Nikki. So, but Kathleen will call me Nicole one minute, Nikki another minute, and she'll make up another name. You will probably get confused at times about who she's talking to because she will use multiple names for me. And I'm just used to that. I answered all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am the oldest child and I am an introvert. I'm pretty quiet. I like to keep my conversations between me and the person that I'm having it with. I don't, if I'm out in public, I don't need the whole store to hear what I'm talking about or anything like that. And I'm a cancer. That's kind of me in a nutshell. Well, y'all, if you can tell by just listening to us, um, I'm the loud one. I've always, I must have been born loud and I've stayed loud my whole life. And uh, you're going to hear me everywhere we go. I'm not, don't ask me to do some kind of spy trip for you. Don't ask me to sneak (laughs) up on nobody because it ain't happening. And uh, my daughter will even say, well, mama. I knew right where you were in this store because I just heard you laughing on the other side of it. And I'm like, well, good. You was able to find me. I'm glad that worked for you. So I'm always loud and I'm not shy and I don't get embarrassed real easy. I, I pretty well just, you know, I just let her fly. And, um, that's me. And now, and Nikki will tell you, um, I'm a Leo and I know I'm a Leo because Nikki tells me I am. I don't know nothing about none of that, but I will do something and Nikki will go, yep, mm-hmm, yep, yep, I knew you was going to do that because you're a Leo. And I'm like, yep, yep, I knew I was going to do that because, you know, well, I know myself, so there ain't a bunch of surprises anymore after almost 50 years. You kind of know what you're going to do or say and react to something. So um, that's that. But, I mean, you know, even though we've been quite different, we've remained friends, you know, all of these years. But I'll be quite honest. Because we met when we were four years old in this little tiny town um, in Tennessee, and it was tiny, y'all. 
It was real rural. And um, my mom and daddy moved in um, beside Nikki's mom and daddy. And when I say beside, I don't mean like in a neighborhood. I mean like, I don't remember. I'd have to drive back over there. There was some land between us. There was one house between us. There was. I don't even remember that. I just remember that there was, I couldn't walk from my yard to your yard without getting on the side of the road. But actually the neighbor between us, they were friends of my parents as well. So they, we walked through their front yard because we were right on the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So we could walk and they let us, they didn't care. So I, I just don't really remember how we met. Well, so I was thinking the same thing. And there was some a story that I won't tell right now because we will save it because it's a pretty funny story. Oh, my lands. And that's that story was how I thought our parents met because it was really our moms that met. And that's how our friendship began was through our moms. But uh, so I was talking to mama about it and she was like, no, 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 no. It's not that story. It was, we also had a neighbor across the street neighbor. Okay. Okay. And they had uh, two little girls and they were the same age as their oldest child was the same age as you, me and you. And then their next child was the same age as our, our middle siblings. Okay. I think it, I think it's coming back to me. She was a little blonde headed girl. Yes. And one of those siblings was having a birthday party and we all went and that's how our moms met was at that birthday party. And after that, they became really good friends. And so we were just kind of always together. I mean, I don't remember a time really that we weren't always together. But yes, that, but it was at that birthday party that our moms met. I tell you, you bringing that up reminds me of that little girl. It, isn't she the same little girl when we was playing outside that she sniffed a flower? <laughs> and in sniffing a flower, she sniffed a bumblebee right up her nose. Yeah. I, I mean, you hear kids sticking peas up their nose, but you don't ever hear of a kid sniffing up a bumblebee up her nose. I'm terrible for laughing, but yes, you're right. terrible. Yes. They uh, make whole shows on people laughing at others, getting in trouble. I mean, not getting in trouble, but I mean, getting hurt. I, I remember, I remember her doing it. I remember as a kid being like, I mean, you know, you're just in sheer terror. It's a bee, and it's a bee up your nose. And in all the chaos, I don't remember if your daddy's the one that took care of her because Nikki's daddy was an RN, and he always was taking care of us because our parents are so poor. Mine couldn't afford much of anything, and if we got hurt, Nikki's daddy tended to us. I mean, I remember him taking my brother's stitches out while he's laid out on the deep freeze on the back porch. So I don't remember if if your daddy got her or they took her to her hospital. I just remember I can't I don't remember that either, but we I mean when we talk about a rural town, it was like a little unincorporated town. There was no I can't even I don't think there was a post office or nothing. We had a community center and a church. 
and and a barbecue store. But I mean, there just really wasn't. I mean, no. And I don't even know where the nearest hospital would have been. But maybe they did take her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't even I just know remember my, the chaos. Yeah, and, uh, I don't even know how my parents even ended up living out there. But um, that's that's where we met, and we went to uh, kindergarten together. And uh, in first grade, we we did kindergarten yes. and first grade in the same little elementary school, and then then we both. My parents moved and your parents moved too. It seems kind of strange at the same. And we didn't move. We moved to the same county, but different towns within that county. Right. Yeah. We ended up moving around, but <laughs> because of our moms, we, they had kept in touch and that allowed for us to keep in touch. Cause so many times when families move and there's little kids, the little kids lose that friendship, but because our moms, kept that friendship going right? and it would have been easy probably for my parents because even though I sound Southern and I was born and raised in the South, my mom and daddy was born and raised in Southern California. So they didn't have any family in that area at all. Right. And y'all, I mean, we did holidays together and. Oh, yeah, because, everything. you know, you couldn't even. That was back when they charged you per the minute to make a phone call. We had to all line up and get in line to talk to my grandma in California. And we sure couldn't afford to fly out there. OK, you're making this sound vintage again. Stop it. <laughs> but, yeah, my whole family, that <clears throat> because my family's always lived nearby to them. Y'all are just our family to them too, because you were at holiday functions, always at birthdays, and all well, that and stuff. we look at you that same way. I mean, my yeah. daughter calls you Aunt Nikki. She does. It just is. We've always been together. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense to me that we ought to make a podcast. There's got to be other people out there that like to travel and like to get into adventures that sometimes work and sometimes don't work, but it doesn't matter. You have fun no matter what, because you're doing it with your friend Mm -hmm. that loves you no matter what, whether you do something stupid or whether you do something great. And uh, so to me, it makes, it just made sense that we do a podcast in this, you know, juncture of our lives. So talking about, you know, this juncture in our lives and what we have going on next is we're going to be leaving, you know, on this big adventure in the little camper that's not quite done yet. (laughs) And Nikki hadn't seen yet. I want you to know that there's not a lot of space. So we need to pack kind of light. Now, the truck, can you can put anything extra in the truck. That's not a problem. We can just dump it, throw it in the back of the truck, throw it in the back. I have a, uh, what do they call that, a super crew cab or whatever. I know they should put a twin mattress in my back, my back seat of my truck. So we got plenty of space technically just to dump whatever. But in the camper, there's just not a lot of space. 
So you don't want to be running out of bed every morning, digging through the truck to get your clothes to put on. So if you could pack just one item for this trip, Nikki, just one item, what do you think that one item would be? Well, this is going to stress me out a little bit because I am a big packer for trips. And she knows that. That's why she's grinning at me like she is. If I can only pack one item, I guess it would have to be my lipstick or my lip gloss. Your lipstick? Yes. Oh, my. You're I... never completely <clears throat> put together without your lipstick or your lip gloss on. And, you know, I like to be put together. Oh, yeah, she does, y'all. She gets herself all fixed up all the time, not me. I'll show up with wet hair that I put in a ponytail on the way. Uh, lipstick. No, mm -mm, that is not on my packing list. <laughs> I mean, like I like some moist lips, so I want to keep my lip gloss on it, you know. But if I could only pack one thing, I would pick clean underwear over lipstick. <laughs> Well, that's probably more practical, but I was a little put on the spot there. Well, yeah, I got to have my clean undies. In fact, I always pack, if I'm going to be gone for five days, I'll pack eight pairs of underwear. I mean, I just can't even fathom the thought of not having a pair of clean underwear to put on. Well, the one argument that I will make against your underwear, just so that mine doesn't sound so silly is you can wash your underwear out every night and hang them out to dry. And if you don't know how, you just need my mama to teach you. That is true. She sure could teach us how to wash things, <laughs> all kinds of things. But we'll get to that in a later podcast, a later episode. I mean, y'all don't want to hear about that today. But um, if you can think of something that you think should be the one and only item that you could pack, please send us messages um, in our email or send us messages at any of our social media accounts. We would love to hear from y'all. So, well, y'all, we hope you can use this piece of advice or tweak it to fit your life and or your friendships. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer or a piece of advice that you would like for us to share, Email us at ohmylandsherewego at gmail.com. Oh My Lands, Here We Go is produced by Nick Lane Productions. Our song, OML, Here We Go Again, was written and performed by Joey Boone. Copyright 2022. Joey Boone, eDaddy Music, ASCAP. You can follow Joey on Facebook and Instagram at Joey Boone Music. You can also find him at joeyboonmusic.com. If you enjoyed the Oh My Lands Here We Go podcast, please subscribe and review us. This helps us to keep sharing our adventures. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Oh My Lands Here We Go. Seriously, y'all, thanks for joining us on this adventure and laughing with us as we go. Hope to see you next time.